Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners all over the world. Good morning, Risa. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Well, has Retha shrunk a little bit uh, <laughs> in the seat? I mean, it's uh, been a record breaker for you out there, huh? It's the been really hot in L.A. I'm not used to this hot weather. I got to admit it, I don't like it, but what can we say? This what, too shall what pass. Can you do? Yeah, what can you do? But uh, it's breaking today, Reef. It's uh, supposed to be breaking up a little bit, and uh, temperature's coming down, so that's a good thing. But, uh, you know, there's just uh, – it's it's been a lot of curveballs, you know, going through all this going on with the, you know, the politics and then the uh, – the corona situation and the, the weather and there's a lot of things you have to deal with. We just keep moving on and uh, I think things are coming out okay. Jobs coming back and the economy's going to get back on track. Got to think positive, right, Reese? Absolutely. Think about those hot topics. Let's ha- talk about hot topics. We've already mentioned a bunch of them. Hot topics time. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be doing hot topics. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. Well, it is hot, and that is my topic. We broke all kinds of records yesterday in Los Angeles. I think it was 121 in Woodland Hills, which is the hottest it's ever been in L.A. County ever since they've been recording the heat. And it was monstrous yesterday. I woke up at like 10 or 11, and it was already in the 90s. It was unbelievable yesterday. Um, All I can say is stay hydrated, stay cool, stay inside, especially as boomers. We're not what we used to be, and we need to stay hydrated, stay cool, and stay inside. There was someone hiking in the weather yesterday and fell in a canyon, and they just passed out from the heat. we got to be careful and take care of ourselves. It's going to be warm for another few days, and, you know, this isn't our hottest season always. We can go hot deep into October. So take care of yourselves and wear your mask. I know it's hard in the heat. Try to stay indoors. They're even recommending that you wear your mask indoors if you have people over, which makes sense to me. But that's my hot topic. Stay cool. Jim, what's your hot topic? Stay cool. That's uh, that's the news of the day for sure. Books out. Okay, guys. Uh, the influence effect. Uh, 45 of the top people. Books sold $400 400 on the launch. So the influence of like Eric Zuli's book is uh home run on that one. September 26th, we got the Easy Way Awards Virtual Golden Gala and the Easy Way Wall of Fame. We got updates on that. I wanted to put that in there. Hiring rose for the fourth straight month. The economy gains 1.4 million jobs 
unemployment drops to 8.4%. That's a big turnaround. I think that's a record breaker from where we're at because of the corona situation. Two-thirds of Americans say they will not get a COVID-19 vaccine when it's first available. Uh, Labor Day weekend will set the course for the coronavirus this fall. We may have a few difficult times ahead. Uh, Tech stocks slide after a summer-long rally. It's a dot-com bubble all over again, or is it? Well, Warren Buffett has bought $91 billion worth of Apple stock, making it a uh, 41% of his portfolio. That's, that's a big talk about almost putting all your eggs in one basket. 121 degrees, Aretha, was, we were talking about the heat there. That's, that's a record breaker. State of emergency declared as California faces historic heat wave. Well, that's what we we're facing over the weekend. 110, 115 degrees were common. California's oldest state park, home of the famous Redwood, the experts are saying uh, it's uh, closed for a year due to the fires. But there's also the experts are saying that the giants survive these kind of fires. They've been around a long time because they're so thick and so tall. They've been through it before. So, like we said, the heat waves break them. Uh, 146 in the 2020, 146 Kentucky Derby. Anybody who follows that, few in the audience uh, because of the COVID situation, but the race went on. Authentic closed out. Uh, uh, Tis the Law was the expected winner, and Authentic is the one who won. 50 years ago, Willie Shoemaker broke the record. If uh, you boomers probably remember Willie Shoemaker, he broke the record for the most wins by a jockey. 6,033. That's that's a lot of wins. Weekly jobless claims total 881,000, better than expected as the labor market continues to heal. The Dow estimated 950,000, so that's that's good. I mean, it's a lot, but the number is, uh, shows it's improving. The market is coming back strong with business. People are anxious to get back in action. A uh, woman trans- transforms cardboard into beds and she did a pretty good job. So it's taking care of the overrun hospitals in India. Old hotels are being remodeled to make perfect low-income housing, and they transform, and they look pretty nice. Hormel Foods, how about this? Hormel Foods, you remember that? To provide free college education to the children of all its 16,000 employees. That's a pretty good Benny. And so you're going to see people going to Hormel. So with that, rate, we're going to move along to a commercial. Looking to take the next step? Join the EasyWay Network and become part of our EasyWay family. Host your own TV show. Accelerate your viewership as you will be seen on platforms such as Roku, Amazon, Apple. Brand yourself and affiliate yourself with celebrities, artists, influencers, and power players. For more information on how to start your own show, channel, or network, go to EasyWayPromotions.com. To stay updated on all our upcoming events, text EasyWay to 55678. EasyWay Magazine is your best vehicle to advertise in if you would like to reach a quality database in corporate Hollywood. Not only will you read the stories and enjoy the content, you will also get to interact through social media and get to meet who's featured at the event, as well as get exclusive interviews from your favorite celebrities. EasyWay Magazine is a Los Angeles and Orange County-based magazine, but also reaches an international audience. Subscribe to EasyWay Magazine today by following EasyWay Broadcasting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or EasyWayBroadcasting.com's website. To advertise, call 
209-9290 or email contact at easywaybroadcasting.com. That's letter E and letter Z because we don't do it the hard way. We do it the easy way. Welcome to EasyWayBroadcasting.com, your one-stop shop getaway to corporate Hollywood. EasyWay specializes in red carpets and will enhance your experience. EasyWayBroadcasting.com is top-ranked on Alexa and houses the EasyWay TV Film On Channel, podcast radio station, and EasyWay Magazine. Learn more about the beautiful EasyWay Angels and follow their events calendar. For more information, visit EasyWayBroadcasting.com and click on About Us or call 424-209-9290. Don't forget to subscribe to the website and follow Easy Way on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for amazing updates and opportunities. Remember, that's letter E and letter Z, because, well, we do it the easy way. That's right. We do it the easy way. Oh, well, we didn't hear all my cool stuff because I had it on mute. I said all this cool stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway, I, what I was saying is just as 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 serious as it gets, I'm getting tongue-tied because our guest coming up, uh, Neil Corkery, he gets into the heart of things, and he is someone that really helps where the help is needed. Uh, Sudan Relief Fund in South Sudan, he brings uh, food, shelter, and the gospel to these people that are in such, such need, and we want to bring him on. He's also the liaison between my uh, nominee for the... uh, for the Golden Gala Award coming up, the Easy Way Golden Gala, uh, Faith Conquers All nomination. Neil Corkery. Neil, you on with us? Uh, I, I am. Thank you, Jim. There, Can you hear me? There he is, Neil. This is Retha Gray. Retha, this is Neil Corkery. Neil, well, thank, nice to meet you. It's very nice to meet you too, Retha. Um, and so, Neil, uh, big yes. giant congratulations to what you do. I mean, you're just this this is it. Like I was telling everybody, this is serious it gets, and we want to just thank you so much for everything you're doing with the Sudan Relief Fund. And uh, what what uh, what brought Neil Corkery into this uh, situation where he's uh, you know working with what you're doing? Well, well, I really can't take uh, any of the credit here. The people that are really deserve the credit, which is why he's your nominee. Uh, Jim, are the people on the ground, on the front lines here? It's easy for me to sit back, uh, sit back in Washington and, and, and help here. But uh, these guys on the front lines in uh, in the Sudan are, are the, the real uh, heroes. Uh, and actually, talking about how hot it is out there, I was there last year uh, in June at a refugee camp in uh, in uh, South Sudan, and it was 132 degrees oh, there. Boy. Um, but, um, so what, what, uh, just very briefly, uh, how we got started here is that there was a bishop from this, uh, area, the, the, the Catholic bishop from the Nuba mountain regions, which is in this very isolated uh, area in Southern Sudan, uh, at the time it was just one country back in 1999 and he was, uh, visiting, uh, the United States and, um, uh, talking about how grim things were there, and so my wife uh, set up this foundation to to help him. And when I retired from the corporate world in 2004, um, I took over um, in retirement here, running this this uh, this organization, this uh, foundation uh, called the Sudan Relief Fund. Um, and our uh, website is. Uh, 
SudanReliefFund.com. Uh-huh. And um, our star, uh, we have a number of stars now that we've, we help throughout South Sudan, but uh, uh, but uh, we've always been um, working with this uh, nominee of yours, uh, Dr. Tom Katina. Dr. Uh, Tom like Katina, to, yeah. Dr. Right. Tom Katina. And um, I'd I like hear, to just... I hear Neil, he's the, uh, he's the doctor. They, they call him for a, thou- for a million patients, right? Uh, there is a well. There's a, the the population in the, in the Nuba Mountains is is approximately a million people, and uh-huh. he's the only doctor, or at least uh-huh. he had been up till last year, the only mm-hmm. doctor in this entire area, uh, permanently um, assigned there. Um, he has some friends of his from the United States come over and visit once a year to spend um, from anywhere from a couple of weeks to a month to help him out. Um, but, uh, yes, he's the, he's the only doctor, uh, born and bred in upstate New York, went to Brown university, uh, then, uh, became a doctor at, uh, Duke, uh, and joined the Navy. And after the Navy, he, um, decided he has a vocation as a missionary and went off to, uh, to Kenya. And then in 2008, when, when the Sudan relief fund built a hospital up there, um, in the Nuba Mountains, he moved up there uh, to uh, to run that hospital, uh, and uh, he's been there ever since. Um, working and, with that heat, in that heat, yeah, working with the heat and with all heat. of these people, wow. and and it's, it's been a war zone too until just last year. Uh, you know, they've been dropping the 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 radical Muslim government, the same government that. Um, had as a guest for many years Osama bin Laden. Uh, yeah. This this government in the Sudan had uh, been dropping bombs from from planes, jet planes on on the various people up there. Um, and in fact, just uh, just a year and a half ago, uh, they uh, they flew in there and dropped bombs on the hospital. Luckily, it didn't kill anybody, but it blew the uh, his his little hut. That uh, he uses as a, uh, a house blew it uh, blew blew the thing down. Um, but again, uh, they have these foxholes dug all over the uh, the hospital grounds, and when they hear these planes coming, they, everybody just dives into the fo- foxholes. So 130 um, degrees. I, he's got a million patients in the hills. They're bombing them. Oh yep. my goodness, Doctor. He is wow. he is truly. Okay. You know, Time Magazine named him one of the the hundred uh, humanitarians of the decade. Um, I've they, been the, I've been to Africa and they wanted us to go to into the Sudan and they've just told me the two times I was there willing to go they it's just too dangerous so it, it, I, I can't imagine living there and being living under that threat I mean yeah. uh, and, and, and it? this, this is it's it's nice. unbelievable what uh, what they have to put up with the you know these missionaries generally, but but him in particular who I know and you know, right now he's 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 laid up. Um, I got a note from uh, his assistant there uh, that he has malaria again. He has it. Um, oh, he has it regularly, and uh, well, we uh, got to keep just, him in our prayers. <clears throat> we do, we do because those people yeah, those people really need him. Um, and what is what is so beautiful about this guy? He's not just thinking, "Gee, you know, I've got to keep going for these people." He is actually trained a doctor. Uh, Ahmed is his name, and this guy, uh, and we fund him. He set up a little hospital 
about 40 miles away, also in the Nuba Mountains, just last year. And he is now taking um, – this guy has actually graduated from, from medical school and come back. And, and um, so they've got one of their own, one of their own, um, a, a South Sudanese there, um, helping to, uh, to pick up um, some of the slack that, that, that he uh, – you know, And he's, who can t- he's, he's sick and, and trying to do all yep. – that's, that's pretty serious in itself. And uh, – and he, he's still accomplishing all that. Yep. I mean, I'm kind of dumbfounded, you know. Now, have you been to uh, that area, uh, Neil? I have been there a couple times, exactly. In fact, I, I drove up with him from um, northern South Sudan. Uh, uh, it's about a 12-hour drive. Um, there's, no, there's no roads. But, yeah, last year I went up, uh, drove up there. Uh, he had come down to meet uh, me in in Juba, the capital city of South Sudan, we'd had some meetings, uh-huh. and then I went up with him, um, and uh, he was sick then too. Spent uh, the entire twelve hours in that 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 jeep with his head out the window. Just um, well, who takes uh, care of him when he's sick? Well, the, the good news, the great news, is that two years ago he got married to uh, one of his oh. nurses, uh, oh, a local uh, a local Nuban uh, woman. Uh, Nassim oh. is her name. And um, when we when we finally pulled into that place, um, and I, I got to say that was an experience all by itself, just getting up there. Um, uh, it was it was one o'clock in the morning, and she's waiting there in his little hut with food for him and I. And uh, at uh-huh. one o'clock in the morning, and um, and the next morning, uh, he he got up at six o'clock. He goes to pray in the chapel. And then at 7 a.m. he starts his rounds, uh, oh. and I went uh, at least as much as I could th- through the rounds. And when you him. say it's... rounds, Neil, you're talking about some some big rounds, right? <laughs> well, this is in his hospital. This is in his hospital gym, and oh. um, he has uh, anywhere from you know three to to, to 480 patients in the hospital. Oh. And, and he's the only doctor there. And he's the yeah. only doctor. And he sees every single one of them um, in the mornings, and in the afternoons he, he takes care of the outpatients. Um, and that's assuming that he hasn't to get up in the middle of the night for some emergency operation. And um, exactly, yeah. What, it what's uh, it, it is seven days a week. It's 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 quite um, Reith, unbelievable. Story. I mean, can you believe this? I mean, this doctor. I. I... I've been to Africa and I've heard the stories about the Sudan and there's no medicine there. People live with malaria. I, I, yeah. I we would go, we would touch people and they were clearly on fire, but yeah. they were just functioning as if it was another day. And yeah. They just have unbelievable. To. My hat is so off to him for being able to just live, live and work under those circumstances. But w- once you go there, I, as you know, your heart just breaks for these people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, what's yeah, the weather like true. in in like in the winter time? Is it always hot there, or is, you know? It's all it's all it's always hot. The winter time, you know, they have a rainy season and a dry season. There's no winter. I mean, it's it's just uh, rainy or it's dry. And in the rainy season, it just rains and rains. Oh, and um, uh, we actually, the Sudan Relief Fund, purchased. Uh, uh, two of these uh, Mercedes-Benz, they're called Unimog uh, military trucks, 
so that they, uh-huh. they can get through the, the mud because it just turns into mud. The whole place is mud from, from July until November uh, with constant rain. Uh, and then, you know, the November hits. It's just like a, a changing day, and it's just like it's sun shining, and you don't see rain again until next, until next uh, July. It's a very, very grueling environment. Um, so you're not and, talking about much of a breather, much of a break, like, oh, today's a nice day, let's relax. Yeah, those days no. don't, they don't exist. Now, they don't exist. To, uh, we, we really can't get a hold of it, and I'm so glad that you were around, Neil. And, uh, boy, we really well, appreciate you, what you do. You make this possible. With, you know. So uh, the, uh, the Easy Way Awards Virtual Golden Gala, have you had a I, you shared with me had a chance to talk to uh, Dr. Tom about uh, the nomination I gave him. That uh, I have, and that. he's very excited about it. Thank you, Jim. And uh, unfortunately, as I said, he's been sort of out sick here with this male, literally laid up in bed. Luckily, his wife is, is a nurse to, to help, but still, it's it's uh, there is no such thing Neil, as any air conditioning. You're talking about not that he could pick up his uh, iPhone or get on the computer, right? That's that's not oh. really something. No, it it is it is very very difficult to get anything up there. And uh, you know, they they one of the things they do have though is um, is uh, solar power, which uh, all you folks out there in California, I know, are really uh, um, sort of jumped on here in a big way. Doesn't yeah, need to be doing what you need yeah. here, but in Africa. Um, solar power really is a um, a terrific uh, means of, of power, and so they are able to get um, they've, they've got batteries uh, and to store some of the, the solar power. And so they do get some time uh, to to work the the internet uh, that they've got there. Um, but uh, again, it's the lowest priority item. They've got to have the lights going in the operating theater. You've got to have all this other stuff uh, going. So it's it's very, you know, it's, it's just a hit and miss when you can get a hold of them. Now, you, you supply, you know, it's, thank God that, that Neil is around and he gets the necessities up there. Is that an issue? Uh, because, you know, you have problems with the bandits and everything. Getting your supplies up to where it's needed up in the mountains with the, all these people trying to give you a hard what? time. Well, it's actually more of a logistical challenge, Jim, than anything um, from a security perspective because the, um, there's, as you may or may not know, there's been this uh, civil war been going on between oh, yeah. this independence group in the Nuba Mountains with the, the Islamic government in the north. It's been going on now for, for almost 10 well, years. Uh, 10 and, years. And the resistance um, army... Um, actually control and 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 are very um supportive of uh the people and Dr. Katina and the hospital there and so we have no security issues uh getting up there. It's it's the logistical issues of getting we can't fly anything in, in into there uh since two thousand and eleven the uh, the oh. Sudanese government which have MiG fighter planes have said anything uh, flying around there will be shot down. Oh, uh so everything has to go up by truck um, and as I said, you know, it's a 12 hour trip from, from the staging point there in Northern South Sudan. Um, we have these new, um, Unimog trucks, which, uh, which are hugely helpful because up till you know, a year and a half ago, nothing went up there between basically July and November. Um, the roads, everything was just washed out. 
Um, but yeah, we are we are getting um, we're getting as I said, we've got uh, so, uh, solar power uh, units up there. We are building a, a brand new um, operating theater for him up there, which is starting here next month. We're building a, a new convent for this uh, local uh, uh, Ugandan um, group of nuns called the Banya Teresa nuns who are there, one doctor and uh, three nurses and these nuns. Uh, so we're building a little convent for them there uh, to help him out here, um, which will be a huge so, help. I mean, it's a, a, a doctor, a nun who's a doctor. Um, so, so there's a lot of uh, – and the other thing, just uh, I, I wanted to point out, food is, a, is an enormous issue up there because uh, it's not just a matter of feeding the, the patients in the hospital. The way it works is that all the families uh, come with the – everything's on foot – come with the, the person who's sick, and they also have to be fed by the hospital. But the, uh, the World Food Program, which is run now by uh, an American, the former Republican governor of South Carolina, um, uh, doing unbelievable work, and they have just agreed last month to uh, provide for all the food needs up in uh, at the hospital uh, in this town of Goodell up there. Um, so, so you're talking um, about people bombing, not only bombing the area, bombing the place where where the doctor's working. The the yep. weather is horrible, uh, disease, and you know. Just a, a barrage of other things with uh, there's just so many what else could go wrong type scenario. And but you're still pushing forward and you're getting the supplies up there and uh, helping these people. And, and it makes a difference. Uh, well, we, are, we, we listen, we're not we're not alone with there's some big um, players helping. As I said, the World Food Program, there's this other um, there's really only one other uh, major group that's called Samaritan's Purse, their evangelical uh, group, Billy Graham's organization out of mm-hmm. uh, Boone, North Carolina. Just unbelievable, unbelievable um, stars, what those those guys are, are able to do. Um, and uh, so we, we really are, we're a very small organization, but we're sort of, you know, what we do is sort of pull the resources from all these really big uh, groups together um, so, so uh, this is you know I'm just going to give you a big star on the on the blackboard here, like in baseball. But uh, okay, so uh, how do people if they want to give to your fund and so on and so forth, give us your information? It's um, it's just www.sudanrelieffund.com, and okay. and I would I would you know suggest they go on there. We've got a pretty pretty robust website there, and there's a whole section on Dr. Tom Katina. And, and what's interesting is this guy used to be a 235-pound linebacker for the Brown football team back That's when amazing. he was in, he in college. Like exactly. Wow. I don't know if you've seen his picture. That's what I want to say. He, yeah, this guy, he's, he, he's about 135 pounds now. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah. that's the way it's um, – it's uh, it's he, he he really is. There's a lot of stars over there. There's a lot of real who should be getting your your little stars, Jim. But um, uh, Tom Tom of uh, of all the people, uh, you know, he's from from New York. You know, he's 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 not he didn't grow up there. It's really a very very grueling. Um, those are the Situation. guys that really yeah incredible. Yeah. Well, it's sacrifice, and would you uh, you in, in a 
enabler to allow all this to keep functioning. And we give you so much credit and, and Dr. Tom Katina. And uh, anyway, if it wasn't for people like all of you, uh, there'd be a lot more suffering up there and people just wouldn't yeah. survive. Yeah, and, they wouldn't uh, we survive. Thank you yep. for coming on. Uh, the clock is ticking now, but uh, thank yep. you again. Thank you. And we'll be in touch. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I really appreciate uh, the opportunity. Sure enough. Uh, and stay, stay cool out there. <laughs> Thank you we'll so much. Where, Thank you, Neil. where are you right now, Neil? Uh, right now I'm in uh, Palm Beach, Florida. Okay. Oh, well, you're pretty Palm hot Beach. there, too, so. Well, it's not hot like you. We've got the breeze coming off the ocean. But anyhow, well, okay. Rita. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your, you. your, your your having me on. Thank you, Neil. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Well, Bye-bye Reese, now. Bye. Reese, we really feel a little bit humble about complaining about our heat here in L.A. after hearing that story. Uh, it's not only well, hotter, that, you get bombs dropped on your head. So I don't think we have it so bad here. I don't know. I tell That's, everybody, all you need is one trip to Africa. Your life will be changed forever. Oh, totally, totally. Especially well, we someplace thank, like Sudan that's really cut off from the rest of civilization. They're they're back in the Stone Age almost. Oh, yeah. We want to thank Neil Corkery for being our liaison with Dr. Tom Katina, my nominee, and we want to move into a commercial now. Are you looking to accelerate your influence? EasyWayWall.com is a new site that allows you to promote yourself, business, brand, and your products as an influencer. You can share your ideas, receive comments, promote and brand yourself with the power of affiliation. Associate yourself and your brand with the power players of today to become leaders of tomorrow. Come and join the EasyWay Wall today. Sign up at wall.easywaybroadcasting.com or text EasyWayWall to 55678. Welcome to EasyWayBroadcasting.com, your one-stop shop getaway to corporate Hollywood. EasyWay specializes in red carpets and will enhance your experience. EasyWayBroadcasting.com is top-ranked on Alexa and houses the EasyWay TV film-on channel, podcast radio station, and EasyWay magazine. Learn more about the beautiful EasyWay angels and follow their events calendar. For more information, visit EasyWayBroadcasting.com and click on About Us or call 424-209-9290. Don't forget to subscribe to the website and follow EasyWay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for amazing updates and opportunities. Remember, that's letter E and letter Z because, well, we do it the easy way. And it's Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's Corner. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there. How are you all doing out there on this bright Labor Day? We're here, and we're here in a mighty powerful way. I've got a wonderful, powerful lady coming your way today, and her name is Forbes Riley. She is an award-winning national television host, and she is also a keynote speaker. She's the author and founder and CEO of best-selling films, uh, uh, 
system, her her signature piece, which is the spin gem, and so much more. And here is Forbes Riley. Hi there, Forbes. Hello, 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 hello guys. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Well, that's a very interesting visual that I'm going to try not to spend too much time thinking about. I'm going to bless. <laughs> yeah, I think we're we're on the same page, Forbes. We're we're you know. Introduction. Thank you so very much for that. <laughs> yes, and speaking of pages, uh, you've got a book uh, that's coming out. Can you tell us about your book? All right, so guys, if you want to get an advanced, um, not even a copy, but if you want to know about all the crazy things we're doing, you go to ForbesRileyBook.com. It's called One Habit for Entrepreneurial Success, and it's going to be the largest book on entrepreneurial success. It's going to be about 800 pages. It's crazy. And the book is all based on one habit that you could do and one habit you could undo to make your life better brought to you by some of the rock stars across all industries. And we're talking people like Chuck Liddell, who's an MMA fighter, Kevin Sorbo, who's a rock star. He played Hercules. He's been on television for 30 years. He's doing movies at the moment. Um, Gary Lockwood, who starred the original 2001 Space Odyssey. We've got actors. We've got athletes. um, We have award-winning authors. And everybody gives their one habit and their one unhabit. We're up to about 125 authors, and it's including Eric Zuli and some of our friends in his way. And it's going to be its unbelievable. My partner who put this together, Steve Shamblis, is a rock star. The entire book. Now, I've written books in my world that have taken me two, three, four years to do. This book took us eight weeks from beginning to actually in people's hands. And that's kind of a record. It's going to be an Amazon bestseller. We're working on the New York Times bestseller. And I'll tell you what, if you're a little stuck in your life, and you want to know just one habit from wildly successful people, this is that book. Well, Forbes, this is really mind-boggling. I mean, what you're telling us now is the fact that you even accomplished that in such a brief period of time uh, is really quite remarkable, and you are a remarkable lady. Uh, Can you tell us what your one habit of success is? That's very funny that you should say that. My one habit for success is pitch daily. What do I mean by that? It means that I was, I guess I was a very introverted, awkward little kid. I had a broken nose and frizzy hair, and I was not very social. And so being out in the world was always very challenging to me. I remember my dad, who was a printer, he said, oh, you know, you should never do a job where you have to get your hands dirty. You should go into selling. Because the guys who sell printing, they always wear white shirts. And I thought, number one, dad, I'm not selling anything. And number two, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, ironically, I went off to be an actress. I've been a television host. And the funny thing is you're always pitching, and you pitch a lot more successfully when you're a kid. You cry, and mom and dad come running. That's a pitch. You want a cookie, and you kind of roll your eyes and act kind of cute. But when you get older, you've got ideas you want to pitch. You may want to pitch with a partner to be your life partner. Um, you pitch when you want to go to your favorite restaurant. But somehow when people get in the mode of asking for money, which is like the ultimate exchange of energy, they clam up and don't understand how to do it. And for me, I've always been pitching, and I didn't realize it. Um, my, one of my very first jobs was on a thing called Fit TV, where I created the pitch for all the health and fitness products that came into us. And then I did it live on television for 12 minutes. You never got to take two. And I quickly understand what, what the difference is, number one, between pitching and selling. 
Selling to me always feels kind of dirty. Oh, come on, I got, I got something for you. I'll just, you know, take this. Well, but this is not that. This is when you get to excite somebody, you engage them, and then you ultimately enroll them. I mean, you pitched me to be on this radio program with you. That's how I got here. And so we forget that if you make a request daily and you really stretch that muscle, for a while I wasn't doing much of anything. I would actually call my friend and say, hey, here's a pitch. Could you like a post that I just posted on Facebook? So I literally would work on pitching every day so that when I would get nervous, the muscle was already there to ask for that close and that request. And that is changing people's lives. Wow, Forbes. Well, there's a saying, uh, if you ask, you shall receive. So if you don't ask, you're not going to receive. <laughs> and, well, uh, but for so many of us, just like me, we're so afraid of rejection and that was the personal thing I had to overcome is that I had to redefine the word no for myself because you get heard no all the time. The more you pitch, the more no's you hear. But if no is this negative thing, like me, I would get so upset I would go home. In fact, I didn't publish books for the first 20 years of my career because I got a couple of no's from publishers and I just said I put it in the drawer, which was horrible. But now, and it's probably the biggest takeaway for everybody listening, no, N-O, redefined, means never-ending opportunity. So somebody said, I like no, that, Forbes. <laughs> yeah. And here's my ninja secret. As soon as you get a no, you turn to the person and say, wow, okay, thank you. By the way, um, what would it have taken to get a yes? And very often they'll go, well, you know, if you had said that, I might have said yes. Which then you get a chance to re-ask them or, you know, how to re-pitch next time and you'd be better at it. Well, you've really got a, a lot to pitch to us, that's for sure. Uh, you know, I I want to also congratulate Eric, too, by the way, uh, for being part of your book. I'm looking forward to getting a copy. And uh, we're going to tell everybody how they can get a copy before we leave. But I want to talk about the Easy Way Wall of Fame. You are up I know, for right? a Legend Award. And I am just blown away by the fact that I'm getting a Legend Award. I, I love Eric. I love his dad and what he stands for. And this, you know, this is the crowning moment in what's been a very odd year for me. Now, I know many of us have been dealing with COVID and quarantine and lockdown. I've got two teenage seniors who are looking at me going, Mom, what happened to my senior year of high school that I look forward to forever? But the more damaging thing for us was that January 1st, my fiancé, who's a beautiful man named Joshua Self, He's actually a physique pro fitness champion. January 1, this man was the fittest guy on the planet, getting ready to do the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic. January 2, he was going to the movies on his motorcycle, and he got smashed by a kid who had no insurance. He spent the last six months in a wheelchair. Oh, and so how, have, oh, oh how sad. Yeah, so we have had our ups and downs. He's finally walking again and back in the gym. But I will tell you, it, it played a lot of uh, – it's been a very interesting roller coaster of a year. And so to get the Legend Award, and you'll tell us what it's for, it was just such a shining star, and I want to thank everybody who made that happen. Well, you are up for the Forbes Riley Pitch Perfect Easy Way Legend Award. That is a title unto itself, and I can see why. And uh, speaking of, of your better half is that the handsome young man who was with you when i first met you at the egyptian theater for the wish man movie premiere 
Yes. And by the way, Frank Schenkowitz, the creator of Make-A-Wish, is in our book as well. Yes, Joshua is a very handsome man. And he's actually more handsome on the inside than he is on the outside, which I would have never imagined if I first looked at him. You know, it's a funny thing we talk about because he pitched me. I looked at him and thought, oh, way too cute, way too fit. And, you know, I was 56 years old at the time, and he's 17 years younger than me. And he pretty much, here was his pitch. He looked at me uh, after our, on our first date, which took three months after we met, and he said, something tells me that you need me. And this beautiful man for the last four years has taught me how to love, has taught me how to be vulnerable, has taught me to want to be the best that I can be, because we all go through chapters in our lives. And this is that next chapter, and I will tell you, that pitch won my heart and won me over forever. Oh, that's a beautiful story, Forbes. That is beautiful. And uh, you've got so much going on in your life. Uh, How do you balance all of your activities, your projects? Well, there's actually two secrets. Number one, one of the ways that I now balance it is that I've got a partner, not only my Joshua partner, but my daughter. My daughter is 17 years old, and she really took this COVID time to heart and said, Mom, you can't travel. You're not flying all over the country, all over the world, speaking like you normally do. I'm going to sit you down and make you focus on a couple of things. And we launched a coaching program nine weeks ago. Nine weeks ago? My little girl has already grown six figures. She's 17. And we've helped about 600 people. That's crazy, right? So what you have to do is you have to focus so clearly for a short period of time. I've always had a little bit of ADD, and maybe that helps because I can go from project to project. You set timelines, you set goals, you put it on a big whiteboard, and you keep track of it like you would keep track of children. You know, it's funny. You're never in balance, by the way. You're always slightly out of balance. You've got to enjoy that. I have moms who – I have two children, right? I have friends who've got two, four, six, eight children. I mean – That's where I'm like, how do you balance that and life? So the truth is, we are very good multitaskers, but don't do things halfway. A dear friend of mine once said, finishing is happiness. So set out timelines, be realistic, enroll help. I don't do all of this on my own. I have partners. I have uh, some people who help me in the Philippines. I have assistants. I have producers. I have people like you guys. So I just get to stand out in front and make it look pretty. But I will tell you, we also do work sometimes 16, 18 hours a day. So I always, I make one firm pact though. I do not do one thing and feel guilty about not doing the other. I find systems and I create magic. So I was at a speech one day, my daughter was little. She calls me on the phone and she said, Mommy, do you still love me? And I thought, whoa, okay, it's because I'm not there physically. And all the other moms, I could hear them going, oh, baby, don't worry. And they're all making excuses. And I said, I'm not going to do that. I said, McKenna, did the sun come up today? And she said, Mommy, of course. I said, great. Every day the sun comes up, you look out the window and say, wow, that's how much my mommy loves me. The next day I got on the phone, and it wasn't even a question. I said, the sun come up, said, Mom, I know you love me. And it was a healthy, fun conversation. I said, I'll be home in two days. Make sure you, you, know, you eat good and do your work and you hug your brother. And we developed systems to make our life work. So many times moms will say, oh, I, I feel so guilty. Well, don't. My daughter's been in my world so much so that at 17, she's now running my company. I didn't put her somewhere else. Now, my son, a straight-A student, doesn't want to be part of my company, but he hugs me every day, even in front of his friends. 
So make the moments matter. And another thing is redefine things. So for me, I redefine, you saw how I redefine no, but I also redefine the word mom. Because mom can sound a lot like a, a whiny thing. Mom, can I have this? Mom, can I have that? And I was like, huh? So now mom means M-O-M, moments of memories. When you think about your mom, you don't remember a lot. You can't remember all the dinners and or maybe she missed a dance class or two. But do you remember the vacation you took, the special Christmas, the birthday? And so what we do in our world is we carve out moments of memories. My kids can tell you. And usually they're when you're traveling. What it's like to be on the Great Wall of China with me. What it's like to ski in Italy. I worked very hard, even when I didn't have money, to make those moments happen. I can remember my favorite moment with my twins, okay, real quick. My, they're uh, eight years old. My son awakens me up. It's Sunday morning. He's wearing a little jacket, and he's got a pad. He's like, Mommy, what exactly would you like for breakfast? McKenna's in the kitchen. I'm like, she is. Yeah, we're cooking, and we have eggs and avocado and toast, your favorite. And would you like your massage inside or outside? I'm like, okay. And I'm listening to him take a whole list of, of notes like he's a waiter in a restaurant. Number one, I realized I probably eat out too much with the kids. But that Mother's Day, will, I will never forget that because we made it so special. You know, just carve out a few moments, and that's really the rest of your life. That's true. All of the moments of our lives adds up to our lives. And when you really look back at it all, fortunately, we, you know, unless you've got one of those memories that won't let you forget anything, uh, there are things that um, you don't want to remember, you know, but, and, and uh, it makes it easier when you can, you know, just uh, use those as teaching moments and move on. Uh, you know, I've learned that each individual that crosses our path either brings us a blessing or a lesson. And I also oh, believe that's so true. Yeah, and I also believe that this life that we're living living uh, in this world is basically us being students in the classroom or the school of life. We're always learning. We never stop learning. You know, I was listening to um, the Easy Way book launch, by the way, uh, which is still going on. That is an amazing thing that is happening with Eric's influence effect. And you can people can learn all about it on the Easy Way Wall of Fame. I was listening to Kate Linder, and uh, she was saying that she still goes to school. Uh, and I think that's wonderful after having a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I mean that she still finds mm-hmm. it necessary to, to want to go to school, to learn about acting. That just shows you the kind of mindset that I think we all should have. We never stop learning. I know in my case I've got a an avid appetite or, you know, just want to learn about as much as I possibly can. And, and uh, you know, that's one of the premises of my organization. Uh, it's an educational-based, art-based organization, uh, which is a living memorial for my mom. And I talk about it often because it is part of my passion, the Rose Breast Cancer Society. And like I said, to learn, uh, to have uh, the knowledge in our lives, that we all need, that gives us power because knowledge is power. Well, you know, part of me agrees, because, but the truth is you also have to experience things because if you're just a perpetual student, you're not going anywhere. I got mugged in Los Angeles many years ago 
the day after I found myself in a dojo kicking and punching something, I became a, a martial artist in several disciplines. And one of the cool, you learn a lot of lessons in that world. And one of the lessons I did learn was that even if you're a black belt and you get, reach the highest of the high, at some point that black belt frays and it becomes white again, which is the beginner belt. So, yes, you're always a student, and I think you need to have an open mind. But I will tell you, I think too many people spend too much time just learning. You can, all the information is on, the, on YouTube. If you want to become rich and fit, oh, well, wait a second. It was all about knowledge. We'd all be rich and fit, but we're not. So for me, it is about action, intention, and attitude, and how you put that learning into an experience. That's why I've traveled around the world. Even when I had no money, I took a backpack and a Walkman and took six months and traveled around the world. Creating experiences to me, in fact, my father-in-law always said, don't let school get in the way of a good education. <laughs> well, you know, I think um, that education is basically, like I said, you know, the moments in our lives that are teaching moments, uh, and you're going to live and get teaching moments as we go along. And it is a journey. Um, and, of course, you do have to put action as well as, uh, plans together with dreams. I, I have a friend who lives in the Philippines now, and he he has a saying basically uh, that um, our dreams are are basically um, plan, you know, for uh, action. And you know, we need to be able to act on them. And like you also said, you know, focus is important because uh, I know how how um, unsettling being a multitasker can be because I'm guilty of that. Um, and I, But I am aware that focus is so important. It really is. It's the difference between the sunshine shining on a piece of paper uh, or putting a magnifying glass on that piece of paper and permitting the sunshine to come through, and it will really um, combust into a, a flame if if it's on that long enough so uh focus is so important and i want to i want to go back to the wall of fame because you and i are both on the wall of fame and i want to thank eric for that uh and um people can just go to www.ezwalloffame.com and they can find forbes and they can find carmelita too uh, and all they have to do is just look at the members list and look us up, and um, you and people can make connections on that wall that are unbelievable. Uh, I've heard that there have been at least 20 business deals that have gone down as a result of people connecting on Eric's uh, Wall of Fame, and that's something that you don't get on uh, regular Facebook. But this is uh, a website that operates something like Facebook, except it puts you in direct contact with the people who you read about or who are uh, seen on television like you, Forbes. People can reach out to you, which is very unique. And uh, I'm watching this this grow, and it, it's just really amazing. It gets about a traffic of 10,000 people a week. Uh, and one day, it had like $35,000. Uh, not dollars. Well, what am I thinking? 35,000 people. That's a big <laughs> yeah, day. 35,000 people in one day were checking it out. So, I mean, that was just recently, and we never know where this is going. I know with uh, Eric, his, his dreams are just uh, nonstop, but he acts on them, which makes him a, a, a cut 
apart from the norm. And um, anyway, I want to thank you for being a guest on Carmelita's Pittman on the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. And please tell the audience how they can contact you other than the, the Easy Way Wall of Fame. We want to know about your book, how they can reach you about that, and and also about your spin, Jim. Tell us about that. Because oh, well, that's a lot of about. So here's what I've done. All the things that you want to find out about me, just go to Forbes360.com, and that is a, a nice way with all the little categories of things, what do you want to find out about my new book, uh, the Easy Way Wall of Fame. I'm going to put all that information up there because that's happening on the 26th of September, and I will be there in my gown in my house, go figure. But I'm excited about the legendary award. And then I do have some fun news. So One Habit Book is coming out on September 25th. If you want an advanced copy, make sure you go to Forbes360.com. And then I'll also, I'm all over Facebook. That's one of the easiest ways. I've got a free group called the Inner Circle that is wildly supportive of all of the people who come to us. And then the big news that Eric doesn't know either is that I just got cast in a lead in a television series called Angel Dust that will be starting to shoot next month up in Canada. So I've got a lot of fun stuff going on on my end. I would invite you to come find me on Facebook, say hi, get involved, uplift your life, learn how to pitch, and smile a whole lot more. Oh, well, that's wonderful, Forbes. Congratulations on all of that. And by the way, I was looking at your page, too, and I was very impressed with your spin gym. You've got quite an operation there and your television uh, uh, studio that you do your productions out of. Carmelita, do you have a spin gym yet? If not, we need to get you one because I'm I'm on a Zoom (laughs) call right now as well. I'm actually cross-promoting to my 1.8 million followers on Facebook. And they can see me do this. The crazy thing is I started Spin Gym 10 years ago. It is now one of the number one household fitness products because, number one, it really over-delivers. It does burn fat. It works on your arms. It works on your core. But you can do it in your Zoom box, at your desk, in your house. It's completely, you know, germ-free. It's amazing. But the crazy thing is whether you're in a wheelchair, whether you're obese and you can't get off a couch, and I'm here for you guys, if you're super fit like Joshua or you just kind of want to keep active like I do, this is that product. I created it a while ago. I've sold more than 2 million of these things. We're on our way to selling 20 million, and I would love you guys to be part of this crusade for just personal fun and fitness. You don't need to look like Joshua. You just need to be able to move, breathe, and enjoy your life. My mentor, Elaine Lalane, she's 94 years old. He works out every day. He always moves. He doesn't wear glasses. She's super fit. She juices. And i got to tell you, i got a long way to go to get there, and I plan on getting there super fit. How about you? Well, hey, we're going to be like the pink lady. The pink lady is already working on her 100th engagement and another book. Uh, she's, she's one of my mentors. Uh, her real name is Jackie Goldberg, and uh, I've been uh, one of her cast members. I've been in two of her musicals, and she is like the pink bunny, the energizer bunny. And I, if she's listening today, I hope she does. As <laughs> a shout out to her. So, like we both believe, age is nothing but a number. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know what? I'm embracing the age because it's given me a sense of wisdom. For many years, people called me the queen of pitch, and I would get very upset because I didn't think about me being a queen. I was still a little princess. But I'll tell you what: when you hit sixty, guess what? You get to be queen. And I'm enjoying that. I love the, I love the feeling. I, you know, I love. I'd like to be 40. I guess I would know. But I'm okay with all of this. 
because I know how I'm redefining this for myself and other people. To stay young and vital is what I'm focused on. And the age, the number is great. At some point, I'll hopefully be 94. You know, she's on her way to be 100. What does it mean to have lived that long? The point now is that how much can I give back? How many people can I enroll to up-level their lives, shatter their limiting beliefs? And that's what the Communication Arts Legendary Easy Way Award is about. The communication to yourself, saying that you're enough and you deserve it, and the communication to other people, how you pitch it out to the world so they take action based on what you want. Well, that being said, Forums, I want to thank you for coming on our show and have a wonderful Labor Day. You are and awesome, my God. I will see you on the 26th at the Easy Way Awards and on the Wall of Fame. Okie doke, okie dokie. And and I have a thing at the end of my show. We're going to get on our horse or in your Ferrari, whatever you prefer, and ride off into the sunset. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you. Always, as always, Carmelita has a wonderful guest, and Carmelita herself is also wonderful. Risa, we have someone coming up that is just uh, just so impressive to me. What a life story. It's one of these uh, stories that really makes you sit back and go, wow. Henry Becerra, he's a husband, a father, business entrepreneur, author of Elevate, a pastor, international speaker. He has 156 Hope and Life Centers to help uh, children that are in need, abused children. And uh, he has... Uh, he has a story. Talk about resilience and perseverance. Uh, he went from he, he's had, talking about trials. I'm not going to go into it, but he's had trials that are just unbelievable. And even before the beginning, so you know, even before everything started, he had problems. And he he went not only went through it all, he changed his path to the point where he meets with world leaders. He's at the White House. He's in departments of various forms of the government, agriculture and various departments. And he mentors and meets with world leaders, I mean, not to work, the the heads of the countries. And his name is Henry Becerra, and I want to thank you, Henry. Are you on with us? Do we have Henry? Hi, Henry. This is, this is Risa Gray, Risa Henry Becerra. Hello, Rita. Thank you uh, both for having me on, and thank you for your kind words, Mr. Zuli. Well, uh, Henry, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, uh, I I read some of your bio, and it's uh, it's so impressive how you made, and and you started with so many issues, and I mean, talking about taking the word perseverance and. Uh, and resilience, you definitely have uh, made that in capital letters. And I give you so much credit. And I ask people, where you know, like, okay, if they're uh, if a CEO of some company, uh, if they're a singer, Rita's an, an artist, she's an actress. Okay, Rita, where where did this start? What what happened to bring you in this direction? And we ask questions like that. But for you, it, it just goes back, 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 way to the beginning, and even before that, with your with your trials. And where, yes. where do you think Henry Becerra got this perseverance from uh, to hang in there and to make such a change? And you're a faith-based person. So where, so 
our listeners can tell and and feed off you on this. Where where do you think that strength came from that you have? Well, I I, uh, I want to say again, thank you to both of you. Thank you for having me on this broadcast. I am grateful for this opportunity. And, um, you know, I, I must tell you right off the shoot that this strength, uh, this resiliency, perseverance, overcoming, comeback, however you want to define it, it all came by my encounter with the love of Jesus Christ turning my life around. Um, when you encounter his illogical love, it changes the whole existence of who you are from the inside out. And, uh, and Henry, it has definitely most have impacted you because, I mean, I'll, I'll let you take the details, but you really did a turnaround. Uh, yes, yes. And uh, I <laughs> truly an believe that, yeah, well, I, I truly believe that it's, it's stories like this and like many more. I, I just heard Forbes Riley's story. I mean, just amazing, uh, you know, and um, it's to help others. It's to bring others with us. It's to build exactly. others. It's to lift others. Uh, just being a people serving people and, uh, and not forgetting where we come from, not forgetting how good God has been in our lives. And if it hadn't been for his grace, um, I am real braggadocious about Jesus because that was my turning moment. That was my, my crossroads. That was my moment. And in obviously, um, when you have an amazing wife that's with you and then you have your son, you have your family, you know, you, you have, you know, uh, that, that just creates that foundation of support and, and people to celebrate you and people to cheer you on and people to cry with you and people to just, uh, you know, it, it makes a world of difference. Uh, he is that, uh, uh, definitely you know, a support. He has definitely been your support, Henry, but you didn't have that support from the beginning and even before the beginning, you you really didn't have that support, and uh, I, I, this this has been an absolute game changer. Yes, no, and, you know I, I did not have that from the beginning, and uh, you know, it, and like you mentioned, just before I even came into life, uh, you know, when um, you know your mother uh, gets poisoned by a family member um, to abort me. And uh, here I am, the first three years of my infancy life uh, into the world. I'm fighting, I'm fighting for my life, um, you know, for three years there at the L.A. Children's Hospital, that being airlifted there. And, uh, and then at, uh, at, five, at five years old, here I am, you know, fa- family members um, not only verbally abusing me and abusing me, but then sexually abusing me and, my innocence being taken away and not, and my, and not even knowing what I hadn't even been through or encountered uh, from my mother's womb. But I'm always reminded of Jeremiah one five, that, that God knew, knew us even before we were in our mother's womb. And, uh, and he had created a, a purpose and a destiny. And, uh, you know, and, and it's moments like that, that uh, at first in our immaturity, you know, in our in our selfishness, we we don't understand, and we we play this uh, victim mentality and blaming game, and why me, and where are you, God, or why did you do this? And you know, I mean, things happen. You know, things happen in life. You know, and and uh, 
as you grow and as you learn, uh, God reveals that chapter of your life. But that same chapter that my innocence was stolen from and my childhood was stolen from, and here I am, I'm going to, to church as a, as a little boy taken by my parents, and I'm learning about Jesus, the light of the world, and Jesus loves all the little children and Father Abraham. But then I'm under covers with, you know, with Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger and, you know, and, you know, turning 12. Now I got these mind monsters in my life that now I'm dealing with rage and, and anger and, and uh, hurt and, uh, you know, just uh, so much that rebellion and I wanted to hurt people. And, and uh, you know, just because of everything that happened in my life, obviously, I'm 12 years old. I, you know, I'm... I'm <clears throat> I'm trying to process all this because I'm being told this in Sunday school church, but then this is happening to me, and it's like a it's a it's like a nightmare that never ends, you know. And yeah, and then you ran into some so, of the wrong people, and and, and the, the, yes, the, the you know, path you were I, taking took you to some wrong levels, and you still you still found your way through that, didn't you? Absolutely, you know, and uh, little did I know that at a very young age. Uh, I would be recruited, uh, and I was placed in the hands of, of people uh, that were influential in the creative underground economy is the way I like to say it, uh, just so I yeah. can sound a little bit more professional, <laughs> you know. And, yeah. uh, you know, but, um, you know, little did I know, and, you know, with, with that and running in the streets, you obviously you learn all the bad things. You learn all the bad ways. All You, you, you learn all the don'ts, but... Because you are. How did you turn? Are, how did you turn your life around? Because clearly you've you've turned lemons into lemonade. At what point did you? And they, and turn Lizzie didn't even touch to on some direction. of the other stuff, but he ran across some pretty bad people that got him involved with some situations that were not too desirable for you know as far as crime and so on and so forth. And the question you asked, Reza, that's what it is. He, he made it through that plus more plus more, and go ahead. Go ahead, Henry. Well, you know, and, and it's interesting that I, I love that saying about lemons into lemonade because that's all based on perspective, and um, and 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 so many times, you know, people just there, there comes times in our lives and chapters in our life where it just rains and pours lemons on your life, and either you will be lemonized and just be sour faced and uh, and bitter. Or you see the perspective that, hey, not only am I going to produce lemonade, a gallon of lemonade, but I'm going to produce a distribution of lemonade. And, um, and that's what I chose to do. You know, unfortunately for me, you know, I had to, uh, you know, I had to face a life-threatening matter where I was facing, you know, my life, you know, that it can lead to death, um, you know, having an accident. Uh, in the year 2000, and um, and unfortunately, I had to hit ground zero and skid row. That now I'm in, I'm in, you know, beyond panic mode. I'm like, oh my God, you know, could I, could this be my last breath? And uh, and 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 I've lived in 19 years of rebellion, 19 years of anger, of unforgiveness and bitterness, and 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 you know, so much disconnect, you know, but. Um, that was my encounter uh, with Jesus. I, w- I was that Saul to Paul because uh, just like Saul, you know, I- I'm, a, I'm a son 
I'm a son to my parents both being pastors, so I was raised in the house of God. My parents never knew what I went through as a child as far as when I was five years old. Obviously, my mother knew what happened to her because it was done to her, but she never told me because she did not know how to tell me. And um, and so by, you know, and then I was living this nightmare that I just did not know how to tell my parents because I was so fair, afraid. I was terrified. And the first thing I was terrified was that, you know, you know they're not going to believe me. They're going to think I'm making this up. And, you know, and, and this happened to not only myself, but other cousins of mine. And, um, but unfortunately for me, you can see that I have this life-threatening accident and incident in my life where now I'm staring at death and death is knocking at my door. And I remember, you know, what my mother told me when I was nine years old. My mother said to, this to me, and my middle name is Lee, so she said, Henry Lee, I'm going to tell you something. When, as you grow up, your mom and your dad may not be there to help you um, in the instant, but I want you to always remember that when the darkest moment of your life comes and mom and dad are not there, call upon the blood of Jesus because it has power to save you. And, uh, Amen to that. And, on that, and on that day when I had my incident, uh, you know, on that particular moment, that was my final words, you know, that, that I said, I, you know, I, I heard my mother so, so, so it was so loud. And, and right before I closed my eyes, little did I know what, what had happened to me and all that I was going to go through that I just, I heard my mother, but I know it was the power of the Holy Spirit speaking through my mother to bring into remembrance to say, and um, I, I said my last few words, the blood of Jesus has power to save me. And that was that one turning moment. You know, I was that Saul that was a terrorist to faith and to Christianity because I hated, I hated faith. I hated church. I hated religion. I hated anything to do with that because I was so mad with God because I, I felt God did this. And I felt God, uh, you know, allowed this to happen. And uh, obviously... In my immaturity, I learned that it was never God, and God was not mad at me, but he was madly in love with me, and, uh, and, and, and that he gave his only, only son for me. So uh, that was my turning point, and obviously it was a process because little did I know that um, in that moment, uh, you know, I was going to face so much uh, from surgeries and coma and XYZ and and God so literally I can interject a, a scripture out of fire, gold is forged. And, and then for all you've dealt with, and then gold is forged. And Henry's life totally changed, and you've helped so many. It went from such a drastic situation you were in to where you're, you, you have your uh, 156 Hope and Life Centers that's pretty, uh, you know, that's a lot of effect on a lot of young children, 156 centers, some of the thousand kids. And you're oh, an international speaker, and you even meet with heads of countries. And I'm not talking about just ambassadors, the presidents of countries, and, and it took you right into the White House, right? 
That's correct. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, little did I know that in 2005 I would be uh, given and donated a, just a small uh, place, you know, I would say a 10 by 20, and uh, I was in the middle of um, some heated cartel zones in Mexico and uh, where, you know, <laughs> you see bodies hanging from places and uh, you see just, uh, just horrific things. Yeah. Just yes, in community, and then the only reason they do that is to to put fear in community that we're in charge here, and you're going to do what I say. And uh, but I went on a mission from God that um, you know to go, um, and uh, so I did. And not only did I hear feel the the pain of the community, um, but and to learn the culture, but I also faint, I felt the pain of the heart of God that he is looking for someone to go into these dark places and uh, places where maybe others would not go. And obviously with my background, with my background, um, you know, I've just been fearless all my life. And I I feel that it's been because the grace of God that he's given me to overcome so much, you know, Um, and um, little did I know that what would start feeding you know, just a handful then became two handfuls that there in that particular location. Now we, we completely own the whole block and we have, you know, three, four story uh, buildings with dormitories for boys and girls. And, uh, and now we have three particular locations in that one particular city in Mexico. And, and then our sustainability projects that were launched from fish farming to our chicken farms, animal farms, fruits, vegetables, organic, and bakeries, and, and, and so much more that uh, not only did we want to just feed kids, and, but we wanted to elevate children uh, spiritually, um, you know, and in every area, emotionally, and their confidence and their identity, uh, affirmation, and, and, and who God created them to be. And uh, one particular location has 375 children. Uh, Second location has 325 kids. And then our third location has 125 kids. And then in that same city, we also have a drug and alcohol rehab center, um, you know, for 12 boys and 12 girls because boys and girls start at an early age. Uh, whether they're sniffing spray paint or they're smoking uh, marijuana or uh, they're also doing heroin at such a young age. And when I say young age, I'm talking 8- to 12-year-olds. So they go Uh through, we're able to house 12 and 12. uh, And and, and then at the same time, build them up uh, to become uh, not only put them through leadership development and, and build spirituality in them, but to become transformational leaders. You know, now, this to, to begin. This caught on to where it got to the point where Henry was being pulled all over the world. Yeah, so right? little did I know that, yes, little did I know that um, what we were really doing was now going to impact the world. Now, 15 years later, here we are in 2020, uh, 156 locations, our last locations that, that we just celebrated and did a big ribbon cutting. Uh, was in 2019 in April uh, in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, uh, where we've been able to now model what we've been able to do. And then um, 
you know, obviously replicate what we've been able to do. Obviously, because of different resources or different um, things in different countries, it's it's different. Uh, but in, in this particular case, uh, we've been able to continue to do what we've been able to do in other places. So, you know, whether it's in, in Uganda, in Kampala, whether it's, uh, you know, or we got future projects that are now in the works uh, with uh, Banjul, the Gambia, and then also in Manila, the Philippines. So we are currently working with their administrations and the presidents right now uh, to bring transformational leadership, sustainability, uh, you know, and just really uh, now here we are because administrations, like you were just saying, uh, they've seen what we've been able to do within our community, and they're just, like, blown away, like, wait a minute, you're a stranger in our land. How have you been able to do it? And obviously, uh, first and foremost, it's, I'm braggadocious that it's been Jesus Christ that gives us the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, um, and, and then also takes a team of people uh, that are dedicated and committed to what we're doing to saving lives, uh, kids that have been orbit, orphaned, abandoned, rejected, uh, you know, or they've been sexed or human trafficked, whatever their story is. And, uh, and because of that, now these administrations have said, well, can, you, can, can, can we talk? Can we have conversation? Can, can we now discuss how can we bring transformation to our nation? How can we bring you know how, how can we you know bring just uh, uh, change the landscape of our of our nation and and, and, and this actually you know, brought you to wor- other world leaders right Henry I mean you've actually that, that that is correct yes sir no that is correct for example in in the Gambia right now uh, we're working uh, with them closely but we're also working on how we can e- e- impact the the GDP of the, the Gambia how we can bring women empowerment how we can uh, a better way for water and waste, water, uh, also the road systems and education. Uh, and at the same time, we're going to do what we're going to do as well with our children. And uh, uh, in there, our first agriculture project will be a peanut farm. And, um, you know, so, you know, so we're, we're going to, and then the other one, the other topic on there that we're working with them is on energy. And the same way, we are also uh, in conversation right now with the Philippines as well, as property has already been donated in Banjul, in the Gambia, and in Manila. Uh, and, wow. and Manila will be the, be the same thing, uh, from medical clinics to technology, women empowerment so much, uh, because Manila has, a, because uh, Banjul and, 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 and the Philippines are, are port cities, uh, there's a lot of sex trafficking. There's a lot of human oh, trafficking yeah. going on. So they really want us to to really put focus and be uh, in their in their countries on that. So how many and world leaders? What is leaders, your book elevated co- about? Is is oh, the yeah. book oh, um, <laughs> about the the works that you've done, or what's elevated? Yeah, as about? a matter of yes, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, <clears throat> elevate is a collaborative effort that I'm. I'm doing with my good friend Josh Liskey, which Josh is part Lister, of the yeah. easy, which is part of the easy way and Wall of Fame and X Y Z. Um, but but um, this book Elevate is about how I've started. You know, people see me where I'm at, but they just don't know my story. 
you know, they just think it's instant. They just think that I just arrived and you know, I've just, I've been on a journey, you know, and oh, I've just that's gone statement. from chapter to chapter. And so I, I, I teach on servant leadership. I teach on the way up is the way down. I was never looking for, you know, to be on radio shows or TV shows, to, to, to be at the White House or to be with administrations. I, I, I would, all I wanted to do is do my part to make a difference on what God did in my life and my family. I, I just, can start I just want to let everybody with, know, Henry is, a very, Henry is a very humble person, guys, because I've talked to him several times. And it wasn't until several conversations came up that I found out, oh, so he's met with numerous world leaders, you know, uh, and, and he's been at the White House. He's worked with the, what was it, Henry, the Department of Agriculture, the department, several departments in the, in the government. Yeah, right? intelligence, justice, uh, you know, just everywhere, you know, military, um, you know, and, and I, I'm just very humbled, you know, just to be in those spaces. And um, so I, 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 I want to help um, lead this generation and trailblaze this generation that we have to be servants first. We, 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 we you know, my motto is lead like Jesus, you know, and, right. um, and the first one that if you're going to be a leader to others, the first person you lead is yourself. You got to lead yourself. Your talent and your gift can take you so far, but your integrity and character has to match your talent and your gifting and keep you there. And so I start with serving leadership that I didn't despite the small beginnings. I was just forever grateful that I had oxygen in my lungs, that I can walk again, that my family yeah. was restored. And, and you know, and, I, and, and the, the opportunities I was given, you know, and yes, I've been a man of vision. Yes, I, you know, and I, you know, I want to just create a place, you know. So I really just talk about serving leadership. Um, and, and how people can serve, you know, right where they're at. They can make a difference. You know, we, you know let, let's put it to you this way. <clears throat> We've all been impacted through COVID, through the shutdown. So it's brought disruption. It's brought a dip to many people, whether people were unemployed, furloughed, business shut down. You know, people were lost a loved one to COVID. You know, we, we all going, but for me, servant leadership can be just as simple as this. Because people, it's really hard to smile in these days right now. But you know what? We can smile, and let's go give our smile away. It doesn't cost us to do that. It can be simply just that. It can be that barista or that clerk at the gas station say, hey, man, you look great or you're doing a great job. It's, I truly believe that servant leadership. You know, Henry, I've you know, always for, said you can, you, you can rule the world with a smile. It's, it's just uh, it. nature, you know, nature's a way of uh, connecting with each other. And, uh, and you know, plus I want to congratulate you for uh, your, your nomination and uh, uh, you know, the, the uh, easy way uh, virtual event coming up. Uh, yeah, well, I want to say thank you, uh, James, and thank you to everybody uh, that just took the time to recognize and, um, I definitely accept it with um, with a heart of gratefulness, and um, you know whatever platform um, that God opens for me, uh, I want to make sure that I give Him all the praise and the glory, but at the same time uh, help um, you know and to make this planet a better place 
Um, oh, yeah. Well, you're like definitely that, doing yeah. that. Uh, talking about making the world a better place, you're literally doing that with all the countries you go to, all the children you help, the people you help, and the uh, the environment and, and the agriculture and everything. Easy Way Awards Virtual Golden Gala. You are nominated for the Faith Conquers All uh, Award, and uh, I am so glad I had a chance to meet with you and uh, befriend you and, and all you're doing. We are out of time, and I wish we could go on for another hour. You you need the whole show. But, uh, yeah. Henry, we want to thank you so much, and your humility is amazing. How can people get in touch with you, Henry? How can they give hey. you to the work or get your book? Yes, as a matter of fact, it's a great question, Rita Gray. And, um, they can go to my Facebook page and put Henry Becerra. And uh, they can go there. They can follow me there. Or they can go to my Instagram, uh, which is Henry L. Becerra, and, and uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, they can also go to our, our website, citychurchimt.org. Um, but on Instagram or Facebook, if they click the link in the bio, it will give you all my social media platforms to Spotify podcasting, Anchor podcasting, uh, to our YouTube channel, which is City Church International, and they can subscribe and hit the notification bell. So, But if you can go to any of those platforms, uh, they'll find a link, uh, the link in my bio, and it'll take them, and uh, they can just be one click away from connecting. And, uh, and, uh, we'll and the easy way Becerra. Well, we'll have my Hall of Fame too, Reef. The easy way yeah. Hall of Fame, uh, Henry will be on there. My last name is spelled B as in boy, E for Eric, C for cat, E for Eric, R for Robert, R for Robert, and A for Apple, Henry Becerra. And uh, I want to say, Rita, Rita, yes, Rita Gray, thank you for being an amazing host, you and Mr. Zuli. Thank you for having me uh, on on the Easy Way Radio and uh, for your, the nomination. I'm humbled and grateful, and uh, I look forward to it. Well, thank, thank you, you for all that you do. And like I said, you're going to be on the Easy Way Wall of Fame. You deserve that, and uh, we, we're going to be in contact with uh, with a lot more situations coming up in the future. And uh, with that, guys. It's time to move along. We want to thank Henry for being on. And, uh, Reef, we're going to see if we can uh, maybe get Eric on real quick here. I know there's not much time. but uh, I was going to say I was, at the, I was at the virtual book signing yesterday on and off, and one of my takeaways was from Josh Linsky. He said, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. Yep. And that was my big t- takeaway from yesterday. I'm show business it's like it's not what you know it's who you know no it's who yeah. knows you that's that's a big one with eric the the book uh 45 top people uh are in the book sold out 400 400 on the launch and the easy way awards virtual golden gala september 26 and the easy way wall of fame has a new sign up for updates to make it easier and do we have uh, let's see the engineer is being um uh, Let's see. Do we have Eric on? It might be too late. Okay. All right. I think uh, I think we're no. going to have to end it there, Reef, because our time is. Okay, Eric. Yeah, we're way out of time. We are yes. out of time. Can you hear me, Eric? Are you on? 
potential yes. of Okay, you hear me? You want to say, yeah, you yes, we say can hear you, Eric. Real quick, we are coming to the end of the show, but we had a great show today uh, with oh, yeah. uh, Henry and, and, and Forbes and uh, uh, our guests. It's, it's just been an amazing show today. And, uh, yeah, we want to my friend Forbes Riley, and I loved hearing Pastor Henry. Look forward to meeting him, and I'm glad that he's one of your nominees. And uh, I'll I'll be brief. Neil I mean, Corkery was on for Dr. Tom Katina. So yeah, go ahead, Eric. And Neil Neil Corkery, definitely shout out to him. So so yeah, guys, uh, uh, you know my book is out. Uh, everything from now on is on Easyway Wall of Fame. Uh, we're just killing this uh, so much now. We're, we're we have. Like Carmelita said, about 10,000 to 20,000 a week coming in on traffic. We're getting an average of 1,000 to 5,000 a day. At one point, we were about 20 to 35,000 a day. We have 300-something profiles on there now. And as you know, some of the highest-profile people, uh, like Forrest Riley, Frank Shankwish, uh, James, James Dentley, uh, Greg, Greg Reed, Jeff Hoffman, uh, uh, you know, Chris Donaloke and Kevin Sorbo, on and on and on. In fact, we, we helped – uh, a lot of people, a lot of people do a lot of things. We helped Forbes do some things with their book. You know, we brought in a lot of the Easyway family, brought in some celebrities, and and it's just awesome to be in their book. So the book is coming out, uh, I think she said September 25th. I think it's the day before uh, our awards, big awards. Um, and then my book, the, the Influence Effect, did release yesterday. We had a, a great launch, or no, day before yesterday. Uh, we had over 400 sales of the book, and the book does teach wow. how to create your own influence effect. And and That's so, so interesting. I want to the way you put that to together with, with interesting people. It's, it's just it was a uh, ingenious idea, and it's it's like like I call it a treasure trove of information. Go ahead. Ed. Well, you said I don't have too much too much time, so I'm trying to micro machines the the the, the end of the show here. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so, so you know, I want to say thank you to everybody that did purchase the Influence Effect book, and all my fans, all my Easyway fam that that contacted me and said I purchased your book. I really appreciate that, and it's just it's just really just awesome to finally have the book out, you know, and 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 have it be yeah. done there, and people are buying it now. Thank and, you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts Rita Gray, Star Betty White, Top Air Rockers, and Easy's Dad Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.